Today in business from Wired. Today in business from Wired. Brought to you by Audible. Companies can track your phone's movements to target ads. Brands are seeking new ways to customize messages. A startup that gathers data on when you pick up your phone or when you go out on a run can help. By Sydney Fussell. Google and Apple have taken steps this year they say will help users shield themselves from hundreds of companies that compile profiles based on online behavior. Meanwhile, other companies are devising new ways to probe more deeply into other aspects of our lives. In January, Google said it would phase out third-party cookies on its Chrome browser, making it harder for advertisers to track our browsing habits. Publishers and advertisers use cookies to compile our shopping, browsing, and search data into extensive user profiles. These profiles reflect our political interests, health, shopping behavior, race, gender, and more. Tellingly, Google will still collect data from its own search engine, plus sites like YouTube or Gmail. Apple, meanwhile, says it will require apps in a forthcoming version of iOS to ask users before tracking them across services, though it delayed the effective date until next year after complaints from Facebook. A poll from June showed as many as 80% of respondents would not opt in to such tracking. Together, the moves are likely to squeeze the industry of middlemen that compile user profiles from our digital tracks. But big companies with large repositories of first-party data about their consumers probably aren't going to be terribly negatively impacted, says Charles Manning, CEO of the analytics platform Kachava. Companies looking for new ways to categorize users and tailor content are turning to a new tool, physical signals from the phone itself. We see Apple's announcements, consumers getting more conscious of privacy and the death of the cookie, says Abhishek Sen, co-founder of Number 8, a contextual intelligence startup in the UK that infers user behavior from sensors in their smartphone. Sen describes Number 8's chief product as context prediction software. The tool helps apps infer user activity based on data from smartphone sensors, whether they're running or seated near a park or museum, driving or riding a train. Most smartphones have internal components that record data on their movements. If you've ever used the compass on your phone, it's thanks to internal sensors, like the accelerometer, which can tell the direction you're facing, and magnetometer, which is drawn to magnetic poles. These and other sensors also power features like raise to wake, where your phone powers on when you pick it up, or rotating to horizontal orientation to watch a movie. Sen knows a lot about the sensors and phones, having worked with them at BlackBerry and Apple. An earlier iteration of Number 8's tech was built around travel, collecting sensor data as part of research on London commuters, whose bus and train fares are based on the distance traveled. Send researched using sensor data to determine when someone had exited a train or bus to charge their fare automatically. But given the incredibly long sales cycle of public contracts, Send says the app pivoted to music and other commercial services. Companies like Number 8 or competitors Sentience and Nora use sensor data to categorize users. Instead of building a profile to target, say, women over 35, a service could target ads to early risers, as indicated by sensors noting when the phone is picked up after hours of rest, or adapt its user interface for after-work commuters, as indicated when sensors note riding a train after 5 p.m. The feedback from the sensors provides context on the user's physical behavior. Send says number 8 restricts how clients can collect and combine user data. For example, a gaming app may already know which of its users makes the most in-app purchases. It can use number 8 to determine if these people are, say, heavy runners or long-distance commuters. 
A music app may use the service to determine when users are most likely to skip certain songs based on whether they are jogging or home. They can personalize the app based on real-time information on people's activities. In a climate of increasing regulation and public scrutiny, SendThink's behavioral context will become more important as marketers can no longer assemble profiles built on a user's online activity. Rather than knowing a user's demographics or personal preferences, services will combine what they know about a user's activity on their own apps with information on what they're doing physically at the time. Brands are forced to rethink their campaigns, which have always been, I want to know the individual and know their preferences, he says. You don't need to know the individual. You just need to know whether your product or service is going to land with the right audience. Manning, the Kachava CEO, says Apple's changes may prompt some apps to give up completely on traditional data sharing. They'd rather not collect the data than send the message that they're tracking users, even if they may very well be, he says. Neither Apple nor Google would bar apps from tracking what users do inside their own apps or on their websites and that may favor other companies like Facebook with large stores of data about users. The future will be slightly more anonymous, with less tracking from everyone but the biggest in the field, but potentially even less private. The old world of these predefined segments like soccer moms and other ad categories will start to decrease, Manning says. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Want the latest and greatest in the world of audio, but don't want to toggle between multiple apps? Audible has everything you need all in one place. Whatever your day holds, we're right there with you. Listen to On the Clock with Chris Long while you're getting ready in the morning. Or learn even more about the 1990s Chicago Bulls with Beyond the Last Dance while on your run. With audiobooks, podcasts, and Audible originals, Audible has choices for whatever you're looking for, wherever you are. And for a limited time, Prime members get $50 off their first year of Audible Premium Plus membership. Visit audible.com to get started.